Greetings and salutations, fellow Homo sapiens, and welcome to the OG Nerds podcast, where we talk about, I mean, the OG nerds, philosophers. So let's get right into this episode. So if you haven't gathered from the title, today we're going to be talking about St. Augustine, who lived in the Middle Ages. So we are currently shifting from ancient Greek to the Middle Ages. So St. Augustine's main, like, philosopher's project, his main belief was that, do we simply believe in the Christian thought, or can we have reason to help get us to religious beliefs? So he believed that there were limits to how far reason could get you to religious questions. So, like in ancient Greece, they believed the universe was kind of all eternal, but some questioned this, no one really knew, And then Christianity came along and said, God created the universe and the earth. So how that is like going on, it's basically you can only question so far of where the universe came from. And then if you have like a religious belief and experience, you will realize that God created the universe. That was St. Augustine's belief. So his, like, side project, which was actually really mainly his big project, too, is trying to merge Greek and Christian philosophy. So he actually Christianized Plato by using Plato's world of ideas and putting that in God's mind. So in God's mind, everything is perfect. But since we are actually created and not in God's mind any longer, we are not perfect. We are just copies, like imperfect copies of these absolutely amazing ideas in God's mind. That was the idea. So he was born in 354 CE and died in 430 CE in Northern Africa. So he was technically still an ancient philosopher, like an ancient Greek philosopher, but his thinking was very Middle Ages and what started off the Middle Age philosophy. So he, his real name was Aurelius Augustine. He just became a saint after he died. He believed that um, basically... People can only have ideas by illumination by God. So basically what he was saying is that we can't have any of our own ideas, but those ideas are put into our mind by God. So like, say I wanted to start a charity, for example. That idea was not my own idea. That would be God putting the idea into my head. So his, like, I guess, philosophical category would have been scholasticism, which isn't actually a branch of philosophy, but it's basically combining philosophy and religion, which is what he did. And many, many, many people did not like it at all. So his main interests were, number one, religious faith. That always came first, no matter what. And number two was philosophy. So if you asked him a question relating to, like, how the universe came to be, he will first talk about how it was his religion. So, like, God created the universe. 
And then after, only after that, he would discuss the philosophy behind it because those were his two main interests. And he very much turned ethics into an even more inward dialogue. So he thought, like, Socrates was like, oh, ethics is all about us, our souls, ourselves. But Augustine took that to another level and said, oh, it's about us, our minds, our souls, and how God is making these things. So, yeah, he basically did many things to get a glimpse and look at his own soul so that he could know, like, God's work, really, and how philosophy kind of tied into it. So, as I said earlier, he Christianized Plato, and basically he believed that all existence is divine in nature. So, since all existence was created by God in his belief, then all existence is divine because it was created by divinity. So he said that there also wasn't really a main evil. Evil was really just the absence of good or the absence of God. So he was basically mixing Plato and Neoplatonism right here. It's like Neoplatonism slash Plotinus and like, making this, I don't know, ball of just philosophy, I guess. So another thing he believed in is the problem of evil. He thought that evil does not possess reality in the same way that good does. So evil is just a deficiency in good. Evil is basically, it entered the world through incorrect choices made by humans. So evil does not have the divine power that good does because good goodness was created by God, but evil was created by humans. So that's how evil came into play in a lot of religions, actually. So he also believed in salvation. So only God can decide if someone is going to be saved. So if someone wanted to be saved, but God didn't really approve of that, I guess, that person could not be saved. It was all in God's ideas. So, basically, parts of humanity preordained for the kingdom of God. So, basically, some things in humanity were already, like, destined like, it's fate because God made it that way. Like, that's where the idea that God has a plan came from. So it's basically everything in your life is fate. It's already going to happen. And you can't really prevent that because that was God's plan from even before you were born. So another part of his philosophy slash religion that he focused a lot on was doubt. So he said that I know that I exist with certainty. There must be other things that can be known with absolute certainty. So like, for example, I'm holding my computer. That's what I'm recording on. Since I can see, feel it, hear it, 
smell it, I guess, using my senses, I can tell with certainty that my computer exists. So he had a very linear view of history, as does nearly all of Christianity. I don't know. I honestly don't know if there's any part of Christianity that doesn't have a linear view because basically God created the universe and it just goes on from there. But in say, in Islam, they have basically this very circular view of history. Time will go on and things will repeat. So this will just keep happening and happening and happening. And the universe has always existed. But in Christianity, the universe was created by God at the beginning of time. So he had some very major writings. So the Confessions, which was basically an autobiography where he talks about how whenever he was younger, he had an affair, which he wasn't actually like, in a relationship at the time. His mother was actually trying to force him into a relationship, but he didn't actually love this woman. So he had an affair, and basically the woman he had an affair with had gave birth, and his mother found out and basically, like, moved him away. Like, they were separated. And he ended up getting married to this, like, this woman that his mother approved of, and like yeah that's what happened so his second major writing was the christian doctrine city of god so basically this is talking about like tying back to the ideas i was talking about earlier of faith and reason combining to make the ultimate religion slash philosophy so yeah he was impacted by paul the apostle plato and Plotinus, who those two, Plato and Plotinus, very big, very major philosophers. He influenced, like, after he died, he influenced uh, Descartes, who, yeah, uh, Kant, David Hume, and Dante in literature. So Dante wrote stuff, basically. So yeah, that's really all you need to know about St. Augustine. Oh, I mean, he also influenced um, Aquinas, but... We're going to talk about him next episode, so I could have said that later. But anyway, that's really all you need to know about St. Augustine. So, adios. <laughs>